0: What is going on, everybody? Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. For the last two weeks, it's been Davo running solo on the mic. I have a very, very, very fun announcement for you today. I'm not running solo. I got my good, best, semi-kinda-great buddy with me, Mr. Ryan. Ryan, say what's up. Let everybody know you still kind of love him. And uh, how you been, buddy? It's been It's been way too long. Since I heard that luscious voice,
1: you fucks thought you could get rid of me, but here I am. I'm back. I'm back, and See, I'm here to stay. God damn it!
0: I showed that I could do it without you.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's actually really, really good to be back. All all the conjecture aside, um, life, as as Dave knows uh, from a couple of times this has happened, um, life really does take take hold occasionally. And you really got to take a step back and go deal with some stuff. But I'm back, I'm back, and uh, you know we've we got some stuff to work out. But um, here we are, Dave. What are we
0: talking about? Here we are. Oh, you're going right into it today. We're we're well, doing mean, this live. Go. Well, do you have something else? I mean, I was gonna say yeah, but you know what? No, no. no this what? is no, why no. I no. You know what? No, 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 no. God, no. no, we're gonna let you have this moment in time. This is all you. Ryan, fearless father style. You know what, Ryan? I will bring in the topic today because that's what I do. I'm here for you. Since you're coming back, I'm going to do your job. So don't worry. Don't worry. I got it covered, buddy. I got it covered. (laughs) God, I missed you. It's good to be back. (laughs) But what we're talking about today, if you listened back, God, what was it? Two weeks ago, I did a money mindset as a dad. So we're going to kind of do an extension on that one today and really focus down on the stigmas of finances and money as a parent, as a dad, things that we know are out there and things that are uncomfortable to talk about. We're going to do that because that's what we do on this podcast. We just talk about the uncomfortable shit and we get you talking, we get you thinking, we get you moving. How was that, Ryan? I I did pretty well at your own intro that sound good are you it, proud it, of me it did yeah you did it sounded good great. that's my job now
1: yeah <laughs> just this one time <laughs>
0: <laughs> but today i just want to kind of as like our first point into this if you didn't check out that episode go check it out you know you can put us on pause you can forget about us go check that out for the quick 15 minutes that it is
1: oh god don't tell them that
0: oh they, that's they like a new did.
1: metric they're doing no you listen the, to it, both episodes preferably in order <laughs>
0: I promise you the 12 the 12 average downloads we get, we already lost 8 of them. Yeah, so It's fine. See you later. It's fine. Yeah, they're the already gone. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but quick on those points that we talked about in the money mindset episode I did. I really went over just stuff that we don't talk about as a dad, the having the finances that money is neutral, it's not an evil thing. We continue to chase something that's not going to want to be chased. And when we look at money coming to us fluid and free, I talked about how much I hate the fucking word budget and I'd rather use the word, um, financial plan and focusing down cash on the financial management, plan. cash management, you know, Mr. Wants to be a fiduciary over here.
1: God, no, that sounds just awful. <laughs> it sounds fucking terrible.
0: Are, are you done talking over me? Are you done talking over me so I could talk to our listeners? never it'll be God, it was it'll so more much quieter times. for two it was so much quieter for two weeks i, I was sure able this, to work
1: i'm sure the show structure was really good too it, <laughs> it was, was like, it was probably <laughs> phenomenal produced like professionally and now i come back and just take a shit all over everything
0: you really did yeah. you really did so thank you
1: <laughs> oh and thank just so we're all on the same page i was going to be back last monday but zencaster's freaking servers were down <laughs> so we couldn't record
0: that's what I love about having a co-host that's forever away. I don't get to see you, but you're here in my spirit, and you ruin everything that I do. So I've also hidden that. a
1: Bluetooth speaker somewhere in your house. Eventually, you're just going to walk by and go, and it's going to go, ah!
0: Well, my FBI agent already does that anyway, so it's no different. Let's be honest. I've been training all my life for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the army.
0: <laughs> but before I was so rudely interrupted by my wonderful co-host and, unfortunately, business wife, Ryan. Majestic. Yeah. Business majestic wife. business wife
1: don't say it all it's in the contract <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. i talked about how i hated the word budget instead of using a financial plan or whatever cash management analysis flow chart data points over there wants to talk about and really planning like fun stuff to do and not making it such a chore those were some of the basic points that I hit. I was almost done and you had to ruin it. So thank you.
1: <laughs> I think I enhanced it.
0: Enhance? Yeah. Super Troopers. Enhance. Good thing you're doing this work. Good, good thing you're doing this editing.
1: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: Congrats. Yeah. Welcome back, right? Damn
1: it. <laughs> I'm leaving it all in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You well, got to. Sh- yeah, never mind. Yeah, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> but really, a, a lot of some of these points that we're going to talk about today for you guys, they're going to cross over from last Monday's episode. So there, there's going to be quite a bit because with money, a lot of it tends to cross over into different realms when you're talking mindset and stigmas and everything kind of flows congruently when we're going over all of this. Um, but why don't you take us into uh, what we were uh What's next on that docket there, Mr. O'Ryan? This lovely outline that you made
1: for me <laughs> that I barely
0: pay attention to every time. I we know do you this. don't. I know you don't.
1: First off, I, I used to write is. these, and I will say they were way more detailed and nobody read them. You made them a 45-page dissertation when we started. It was a script. <laughs> Might as well have been. Yeah.
0: <laughs> First episode. Hi, this is this is Dave, and we're talking about we're talking about dad stuff yeah it was great jerk all the information was there i had them printed they
1: were on cardstock everybody (laughs) that's back when we used to do episodes in your basement
0: (laughs) the two episodes we did in my basement the dungeon if you will oh the memories 80 episodes in the memories is that how many it is that's how many we are baby fuck 80 wonderful episodes we
1: gotta do something cool for 100
0: you know, we talk about that now, and then we're going to go try and do something really cool, and we're going to completely forget about it until we realize when we have to release the episode that it's our 100th episode, and we put nothing together.
1: <laughs> yeah, or like last year when we did Father's Day, but we never did it, and so we got called out on it.
0: <laughs> hey, uh,
1: you guys going to do something special for Father's Day? Yeah, sure. That was like two weeks ago. Oh, god damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, listen, imperfect action, right? We take imperfect action on this show because we're doing it because we care. Right, That's because
1: right parenting is imperfect you can't be a perfect parent nobody can and there's the point right there we brought it full circle like dave likes to do
0: oh that's beautiful isn't that's it beautiful all right that's beautiful
1: all right now silence it's time to talk about the topic
0: <laughs> oh you're finally gonna work you're finally yeah, we're going to, work. to the next point point. and that point is oh that's good
1: why do we as parents not talk about money
0: i don't know ryan why don't we talk about money
1: well first off if you have less of it it could be considered embarrassing but i think that's bullshit i think you do too dave
0: oh i 100 percent believe it's a it's complete bullshit it's not embarrassing it just goes it's i don't like to use the word embarrassment i stopped believing in embarrassment a long long time ago as ryan can attest to with a lot of the stuff that i have done that we've known each other for a very long time that other people probably wouldn't do Mm mm-hmm but that's for a different podcast for a different time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As much as I can
1: curse on this one, I can't go through all the fucking craziest we went through.
0: <laughs> but it, it it goes down to one of those, so, again, social stigmas of we put this negative connotation on our minds that this that this object has this evil godly power behind it. And if we have less of it and we know somebody who has slightly more, we feel inadequate. And I, I again, I'm no, I'm no psych professor or anything like that, but it, it just goes down in my mind as like that human subconscious feeling of that, like I said, inadequacy and not feeling like you're the best parent out there, even though we know that there's other parents just like us going through the same shit.
1: Oh, every day. Absolutely every day. It's It's one of those things where it has been for whatever reason ingrained to you as a as a person that you know that having lots of money is is incredibly important i think that's in my mind that's probably like a, a ridiculously american uh cultural thing uh, but as i as i get older and as current events have taught us money money definitely uh definitely has its flaws wouldn't you say
0: Doge is going to the moon. I don't know what you're talking about. GameStop and Doge are on the same rocket heading to the moon.
1: God, that burns me on the inside because I used to work for GameStop. <laughs> same. Yeah. Same. It's so yeah, but I worked for them for a decade.
0: <laughs> Listen, six months in retail is like nine years in yeah, except it's like dog it's years.
1: In actual, literal nine years. And I worked at the frigate King of Prussia <laughs> mall. And you, you, where it's end to end people. Just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the year that you know those little magnetic uh things that release the controllers off the walls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Imagine like wading through like a hundred people in the size of a standard size GameStop just to get one dude one Pelican Beach fucking controller. Pelican Beach is that even a brand?
0: It is. It is now. If it's not sure, already yeah. trademarked. Yep,
1: <laughs> trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> but like one off-brand controller that he decides he doesn't want 5 minutes later and you got to walk all the way back up there through the fucking crowd. Nah, I just said it was fucking miserable. Um <laughs> I hope people made some money off. Of. I really do. But it, it, going going back to my point is um yeah, money is important to our daily lives cuz obviously it pays our fucking bills. Um it keeps food on the table, it keeps heat in your house a roof over your head, it is important, but people get obsessed over it. And um I've been I'm I'm completely, completely guilty of doing that myself. Um like you really, really, viscerally want something very badly. Um and you need money to get it. So you get obsessed with like going out of your way in life to go to go get those things. Um and you know that happens as a parent all the time. And it takes away from what it, what is actually incredibly important. It's you know just raising your friggin' kid. It goes back to all those distractions you can get a, as a parent. Um, and you know, when in reality, what you really should be focused on is you know trying to make the best life for your your child. And a lot of times, money isn't in that fucking equation. Well, in my mind, it isn't. Um, you you mean you have your own opinion? I'd agree with that. Right.
0: Thank you. I'd agree thank with you that. Dave. I, I, I would fully agree with that. And I want to, I want to circle back quick on something you said, cause it made me think you talked about the obsession portion. The, the, we, we become obsessed with things that we want. Well, there's that negative obsession and that positive obsession. And you could be obsessed about the same thing, but have different outlooks based upon you obtaining that end result. Now, I know I I'm getting you into wanting to read the book, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. It's it'll be here tomorrow. Perfect. Perfect. I'm like halfway through that book. And for those people that don't know me, they know I hate reading and I've made a commitment to myself, my new year's commitment to read at least six books this year, which I'm going to easily double that. I I already, I'm already well above the fact that I'm going to hit 12 books this year that I'm very stoked about, but in that book, it basically teaches you the mindsets behind money and being able to attract something, and I've been guilty of this too, where I have those those wants, those desires, those needs for the, the negative obsessions towards things that I wanted, goods that I wanted, and bitching, moaning, and complaining that I didn't have the money to go get something, and money never came to me, and if I didn't have the luck, I'd have no luck at all, and I'm never gonna get money because I keep chasing it, and every time I every time I get it, something happens, and now I owe nine thousand dollars to fucking this shit, right? But since I started switching, I have a pos- i have more of a positive mindset towards money now, and I'm not saying, "Oh, look at me, I'm fucking loaded." No, I, that that's far from that—that's far from what's going on with me. But I'm more positively obsessed with my end results and knowing that things that my actions and things that I'm going to do are going to lead to my desired result which now saves me some emotional time that I could spend with my kid and give them the experiences and give them the goods and services that my own kid deserves right now instead of focusing on this one and this one thing that I don't have
1: yeah there's one other thing I wanted to 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 mention and I had talked about it a little bit before um and its the American culture of money. Mm-hmm. Um which and I'm gonna keep saying this, took a big thumb in the eye this past month, which I think is just just phenomenal. Keep 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 at him, boys. Hold the fucking line. Hold the line. Hold, Hold the, the line. line. Hold it. Hold it all you merry gentlemen. <laughs> Do it. You're the sea shanty. Well we should have a sea shanty commissioned.
0: Yeah. No, it's a waste yeah. of money. It's a waste of money.
1: If anybody out there wants to make us a sea shanty, we'll post it on all our stuff, but we're definitely not paying for it. <laughs> we'll Agreed. send you
0: a t-shirt. <laughs> you'll get a mug and you'll like it. Yeah, you
1: damn right. <laughs> but the American culture of money, talking about your money is rude. Um, the amount of money holds your social status. The, the This is why people um have issues with it um and it, unlike a point that you wanted to make Dave and I, I'm definitely interested in hearing this but other nations that you know people talk about money to help each other <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah I, I find that incredible like we just don't fucking do that here <laughs> and it'd be great if we did but I feel like that that mindset it has been lost over the past couple of generations based on just you know how obsessive it becomes
0: and and as you were saying that i was thinking and i feel and again i'm not a big historian when it comes to this but i feel like that's a byproduct of the great depression right that basically reset our entire fucking economy and springboarded into what we have going on now and you look at the traditionalist generation that came out of the depression and the baby boomers who grew up with their parents and grandparents who lived through the depression, they had those generational beliefs that they carried through with them. And I personally feel that we are still getting those residual effects. Oh, how many, how many times have you gone to work and you've heard somebody say, oh, you can't talk about your wages or talking about how much you get paid is rude or your manager saying oh you don't really need to know how much i make that that's that's none of your concern when i when i hear something like that all that says is you don't need to worry about making more fucking money than you have right now you should be thankful for the money that you're receiving right now right you shouldn't be talking to coworker b because they're making 25% less than what you are right now And if they find out that you're making more than them, now you're going to open up a floodgate that now I have to deal with a load of shit because I didn't want to take care of my people. Yeah. And and I really I really feel like it rolls down to a leadership lost lifestyle that, oh, I don't want to have to deal with this and make my people happy. So we're just going to blanket over this fact that talking about money in America is rude. And and I truly feel like it's a byproduct of the boomers and the Great Depression, and we're just dealing with those residuals.
1: I think that a lot of that is starting to go away. I think these younger generations, more specifically ours, and I mean, what are we millennials? Yeah, we're millennials, aren't yeah. we? Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> we're early millennials. <laughs> we're first early, yeah, like yeah. early, early. For, first in,
0: edition millennial.
1: I was born in nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> Dave. you or what? Eighty-eight. No, eighty nine. Eighty nine, Yeah, but, close
0: enough. Um, I
1: mean, what happened as we hit the job market, Dave, more specifically you, because I had already been in the job market for a couple of years, um, that greatly affected
0: Great Recession.
1: Uh, yeah, the Great Recession was huge. It Massive. destroyed families, it destroyed lives, houses, and it really it changed the way people think about money. Um, mm-hmm. and it changed. It's going to change the culture forever. So you have these vast traditionalists, um, and then you have these people that watched what traditional money ideas does destroy a bunch of their lives, and then you have the people that would take advantage of them who caused the issue to begin with, and the, the young people now have just decided collectively, yo, fuck that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that, it's our world now. And it's great. It's exactly the way it should be. I mean, what what is one huge thing that came out of the, the, the Great Recession that nobody fucking talks about?
0: Hmm. I'm actually drawing a blank right now. I don't know. 2009.
1: What came out in 2009? Huge. We already talked about it in this episode. Bitcoin? Decentralized... The idea of decentralized currencies.
0: Fair. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, the yeah. the point that we don't want a central entity controlling our money because people are inherently, you know, the people who are interested in money are inherently bad. So uh, these our generations have already created the 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 brickwork for the way it's going to work in the future, and that's crazy, and that's great, and that's why we don't have to think about someone destroying it from a Collectively corrupt standpoint. Somebody who's just there's a man holding the bag all the time. Instead of that, there's a bunch of tiny little bags, and if the whole thing goes down, everybody fucking goes down, even the guy with the most of it.
0: Um, It, It's 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 a sense of community. It's a community. It's such a sense of
1: community. Is it just spreads out the responsibility? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's one of those things where from. From the darkness that was the Great Recession and the Great Depression rose up these ideas that will change the culture of the way we do business. And we don't have to make episodes like this anymore, which would be great. But right now we're doing it because we have to, because it's a thing.
0: It is a thing. And you've brought it out, which I think rolls in perfectly to our next point there of coming out of the darkness into a brighter future. And that I really think hits onto the pressures of not feeling you have enough money for your kids. Exactly. And, you know, you said this perfect, like the quote, my dad worked three jobs to support us.
1: Yeah, we were pitching we, this. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. When when we were throwing this idea out there. But I mean, it's true. Uh, many... not,
1: not for my dad. My dad was a healthcare worker. Well, I'll tell you about right. it one of these days. But yeah, my, my dad was a healthcare worker. But he he worked long hours all the time. Right. And he right, worked at is- night and he worked weird shifts and he worked all these things. But like the concept is the completely the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It absolutely is. And how many times do we hear it in our generations growing up in the generations before dad went to work, dad made the money. We only saw dad a little bit and he woke up and he went back to work again. And that, that was his role. You know, whether he worked 12 hour days, 16 hour days, eight hour days, and then went into the garage and maybe, worked his hobbies for another five to seven hours or whatever the case is. But again, the concept is still the same. But that pressure has never left us as parents, as adults, as men. We're starting to see, at least I feel, we're starting to see more of that break in that generational role that is, I make the money and I do all this. But the emotional aspect of, Feeling like you're failing your kids because you don't have enough money to support them and really give them what you think is the best life or better than what you had growing up.
1: Yeah. And and I know a couple of guys up where I, where I work and like we, I mean, I make pretty decent money. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. Um, they, they work at my job and we work 12 hour shifts and sometimes like what they'll do is I know one guy who does Uber. I know another guy who um he was like a tree worker. He'll work a fucking 12 hour shift and then go cut down trees and then come right, be right back at work the next morning. Yeah. How, the insanity of, of yeah. that to just to provide is craziness. Um, And, you know, whereas I feel a uh, bad that he feels need, the need to do that. Uh, you know, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a mindset change. There's got to be something else that you could do instead of destroying yourself.
0: There, There is, and that's kind of what I was hoping to hit on two weeks ago when we talked about the money mindset, right? That constant chase for the almighty dollar. The more you chase money, the more it's going to want to run away from you. It's. I, I talked about it. Be Switzerland. Be neutral in all of this. Don't be fucking axes versus allies. it's you're Switzerland you're you're right in the middle. It's a tool to help you and you don't life i, I I'm sorry, but if there's if there's dads out there listening today that are working two or three jobs, I fucking commend you for doing what you're doing. Oh yeah I can't I can't do it personally. I would not be able to do it. Th- oh, there's yeah. just absolutely no way
1: it if you're out there and you're working your ass off to support your kids. Hey, hats off to you. <laughs> send us a fucking email with your story. We'll send you, you know, we won't even send you a mug. We'll send you a fucking hoodie for God's sakes. Cause, um, what you're doing is phenomenal. What you're doing is, is, is crazy. But our point is, um, you shouldn't have to do that. What one, one job should be enough. Cause you're already committing more time than you should be away from your child. Um, and it's a crime that, that, that time was stolen from the both of you right. just for the sake of, a fake piece of paper that we says that we says is valuable. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. I mean, you're, I I don't know how to say this without, I'm just going to be blunt. I'm going to give tough love here right now. I felt like if I was working two or three jobs, I would feel horrible that I'm giving out so many memories with my son. That I'm not building things with my son or getting those experiences that I'm getting right now. And I'm now a full-time stay-at-home dad. I would feel absolutely horrible, and I've seen it before, and I grew up with it, where guys would just say, they would justify to themselves, oh, he's only two. They're only three. They don't know it yet, so I'll be okay. And I could, I could get away with that. But then it never changes. It never, it never gets better. And next thing you know, yeah, your kids are out there seeing you support them seeing you go out there and bust your fucking ass day in and day out, doing everything you can to take care of them. But then those moments, those memories, those, those priceless valuables, you you just never get them.
1: No, you never get them back.
0: You you never get them back. You never do. And that's a main, and that that's a main reason why we're doing these episodes. Like we're doing because the mindset behind it, My wife's the only one working. We only have one income coming in right now. Right now, we're surviving. We're doing okay for ourselves. But we come in every day and we have a smile on our face and we build a life. And yeah, we get a little stress behind money. We all do it. I still do it. But we're able to build those memories with our son. We're able to color. We're able to laugh. We're able to teach and grow and, and just share things instead of running ourselves ragged, running ourselves rampant to the point where we just don't have anything left in ourselves to give to our son. And that, that's one big thing. Like when I started this whole money mindset shift in myself almost two years ago now, that's one big thing that was detrimental to me because i saw what not having money did to me and what it almost did to me and if i could just reach somebody today that's out there listening to this to start looking at that mindset in a different life and, and appreciate the small moments you have now please please take it i went off on a little rant there and a little tangent but <laughs> it's all right i just had to i, I had to it, no
1: it's completely all right um just to move along to your next point, though, your your kids see you supporting them and eventually they will understand why you're away. Um, and oh, to go back to something you said, um, hey, here's a real good example of that two to three year old thing. What do all the army guys say when you deploy and you've got a young kid? It's like, <sighs> well, how old are they? Oh, they're yeah, two, three years old. Oh, it's cool. They will not remember it anyway. The fuck they won't. They'll remember mm-hmm. it. They'll remember you not being there. <laughs> yeah. And that is like in the army community, I I don't know how many times I've heard of that shit. It's like, oh that's not too bad. They're not they're too far away. You come back and um I know I've told the story before, but I went on a month training mission and I came back and my kid was like he was about to he was about to turn two. He didn't know who the fuck I was. And that hurt yeah. me so bad. That cut me so deep. It was ridiculous.
0: When we were talking with Chris and when we had that interview with Chris, we, we had that conversation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's when it was. But um, <laughs> fucking money, man. We could talk about this shit all day. Why don't all we day. just make a whole other podcast?
0: <laughs> Frugal fathers. Fro- Frugal fathers. You will save that oh. dime. <laughs> <laughs> But to not, not not to get too far off topic here, as we're as we're starting to wrap all this up today, I mean, one thing with those pressures too, I I think it really falls down on those peer pressures that kids face. Oh yeah, as they're, you know as as the new kids get their their PlayStation twenties and their <laughs> you know oh my god, I remember I remember when Etnies were the top damn shoe and I never got them.
1: Uh, I have an anecdote about shoes. If you'd like me to share it. <laughs> Only if you're comfortable. That's I'm what we're not here comfortable for. With it. I was in uh I was in middle school and we live in um Pennsylvania, obviously, which we talked about before, but at that point in time I was living in southeastern Pennsylvania. Um and Kmart's were a thing. And if you don't know what Kmart is, it's like a Walmart, but worse. I don't know, I still like Kmart. You guys still have it's like
0: Walmart. Well, we have one closing, but it's like Walmart order from Wish.
1: No, but it's not like Wish, because Sears makes all the stuff for Kmart now.
0: Well now they do, but yeah. we, have, the we have we have our day Kmart day. closing. You, you
1: know yeah. what it is? It's like Walmart, but instead of blue, it's red. <laughs> Done. It's, Walmart, red.
0: It's, it's Walmart's <laughs> Wario. How about that?
1: Yeah, I like that better. <laughs> I like that better. I do. That's that's a solid that's a solid way to describe. Well, Kmart had Spalding brand sneakers, which aren't a bad shoe. They were never bad at all. They were great. And for growing kids, it's phenomenal. Um and that's what my parents used to buy me because my fucking feet. <laughs> First off, I have really wide feet. And it's hard to find a good fitting shoe to begin with. <laughs> Same. Um, so the Spaldings always fit, and um, I, I wore them for years and years and years. And then, then this kid in the middle of middle school, fucking sneaker shames me. I I never heard of branding before. I didn't have a clue what this was, and I what it like it it blindsided me. And and where and then she's like, "Where did you get those Kmart?" I'm like, "Probably." I don't fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so and it just it, it upset me straight to my core. If you're out there, you little bitch, <laughs> you're probably a lawyer or something now. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, it was the first time that it ever that had ever happened to me, and I went to my parents and asked, "Hey, why do my shoes suck?" They're just like, oh, they don't, they don't suck. They were just at the right price. And, you know, I, I don't know if my, my, my mother or father would ever remember having that conversation with me, but, um, you know, the next time we went out to buy shoes, I made sure to save up my, my, my money and they ended up paying for them. But like, I wanted Vans because Vans were in at the time, um, and those, you know, you just, the standard ass vans with the, when they yep. got big and fat yep. with the big tongue and the, like, yep. it had like the, uh, the fleshlight cover colored bottom on the bottom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, you brought me back. You had an opportunity to run.
0: <laughs> I should have taken that opportunity when I yep. had a chance.
1: Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. But, um, you, know, it's, it goes back into why why money is is a little bit embarrassing, and I'm sure that embarrassed the shit out of my parents for me to ask, you know, hey, can I have a better brand of shoes? Yeah, <laughs> that I'm just going to grow out of in about two months. <laughs> right, <laughs> go, go right. spend forty bucks on me for me to just kick them around and destroy them. So, and, and now that I'm a father, I mean, um, my kid blows through sneakers so fucking fast. Like we bought oh, yeah. him nice ones every once in a while. Uh, But usually we just go spend $7 at frigging Walmart. Why wouldn't you?
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Because it's frugal. We're frugal that we're frugal fathers,
1: frugal fathers, the frugal Frugal father's podcast.
0: But I think that's going to lead us into our last point here, which is take the time to talk about money with your kids. We, we brought this up. Ryan did a rant on this a while, a while back ago. Mm -hmm. setting up a financial future for your kids and taking those steps necessary to procure a better life for your children moving forward so why don't you move a little bit more on that one before we uh, start closing all this out Just as a
1: a a general recap the purpose of that episode was to get you into the idea of avoiding this exact scenario where um your your child wouldn't have to be completely dependent on a single income um, to survive. So it's not necessarily building generational wealth, it's building next generation wealth to give them a launching point um, to whereas they could um, have a little bit of money so when they inevitably have their initial minimum wage job and they're on their own uh, just out of college or high school, whatever they decide to do, um they're not fucking penniless cuz <laughs> there was a couple months there <laughs> where i just did, i just didn't eat for for a while um even though i had a job and i was working full time and, and you, you literally just putting no, just putting money money into your rent and your fucking utilities just to you know stay alive yeah. and putting like didn't have 5 bucks to, for gas to go to work like that yep. that's a genuine problem um yep. and and that's where a lot of young people teeter these days so if you can give them an account that will have some money in there by the time they're 18, or you can start the process of saving for their retirement, then they don't have to start the process of saving them for that for their retirement and they can get that much farther ahead. Um, if you can say uh, there's products that are out there that allow you to pay for their health care ahead of time, like you, it's like a savings it's like a health savings account for their health care. Um, if you can do that kind of stuff and they don't have necessarily have to pay for health insurance in the future. Um, or and this is, this is a good one that I like um, that I'm actually setting up for my son um, acorns. Um, we've all heard of acorns. You saw, we've all seen Ashton Kutcher out there on your fucking YouTube ads acorns, this and acorns that well acorns has a product. Now it's called acorns kids um, where you instead in lieu of investing in like a uh, mid risk uh, stock portfolio, like they normally do. Um, You can, you can just invest all of your bonds in a, I'm sorry, all of your change in a pool of bonds, uh, which will grow slowly over time, just like an IRA would. Um, and you know, you don't get all the tax advantages of an IRA per se, but that being said, you're only putting small amounts in and it will compound a lot more for a lot longer. And it's just a good idea. It's a great idea. And it's it's setting them up for future, which just takes that stressor out out of their lives ahead of time, which is beautiful, which is great, which is exactly what you want to do. Um, And, you know, a a lot of these things didn't exist when we were children. That's why your parents didn't do them for you. Um, A lot more information is available now than it was then (laughs) or your parents probably would have done it. So there's no, you know, blaming anybody for anything, but, you know, taking action on these things would be incredibly advantageous for their future and getting that mindset to say, hey, you have an asset already. Here it is. <laughs> you right. can't really touch it for a while, but you will be not necessarily taken care of, but you get a launching point is more, way more than a lot of
0: us out, ever got. You and have as, more tools in the tool belt.
1: Right, exactly. And as we develop as a society to make more of those tools more readily available, is the more things you can just give to him to say, hey, here you go. Hey, do this with it. Hey, go ahead.
0: A thousand percent of the time, every single time. Setting up those small springboards or those small jumping points now help a long time in the future. And, and I got to say this because we didn't say in the beginning – This is not financial advice. Do your own fucking research prior to listening to us two dumbasses talk for 40 minutes about money. Yeah. Please do your research. We are not fiduciaries. (laughs) I promise you we are not. I got to disclaim that now before somebody's like, you guys told me to do this. No, fuck you. There's your disclaimer. Don't edit this out, Ryan.
1: I I might actually put something (laughs) in the beginning of it. I might actually just add like a thing that say, hey, before we get started down this road, me and Dave are not fiduciaries. This is not financial advice. This Perfect. is merely for educational purposes. I trust uh, you. And this is merely for entertainment purposes. Yeah, I trust that, that'll you. not get us sued. That sounds great.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we got to protect the asset, Ryan. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody, somebody been coming after
0: Kevin's fucking Acorns account. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, there's fucked uh, up people out there? You don't know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all, but you you brought up a really good point in that teaching your kids that early financial responsibility early on, and our parents didn't have that stuff growing up, and we have the universe at our fingertips any one time where we download cat videos and memes and live life on that. God, I memed
1: that GameStop thing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I memed it to death. (laughs)
0: But we're able to teach our kids things that we didn't learn, teach our kids and educate them on things that we can learn ourselves, which can also become a great bonding experience for both of you and teach you a few things along the way. And I really feel this one in my heart of hearts, and I'm probably wrong on this like 85% of the time, but I feel like we don't talk with our kids about money because we want to pretend like it doesn't exist or it's not going to be an issue for them or that they don't understand what money is, even though they learn it in school, like first or second grade, they learn how to count like nickels and dimes and shit. I don't know if they're doing that now, if they're counting Dogecoin and fucking Are- <laughs> uh, Litecoin. But um,
1: I uh, I want to make a counterpoint to that because we talked sure. about this when we pitched this a, a couple uh, like an hour or so ago. Um, and since then, I've developed a, a theory on that. I think we don't want to stress our children about money. I think th- the the whole point is we want them to be children, but in reality, what we're doing and not by not teaching them about money is creating stress later in life.
0: You know what you just did? You just pulled a me. I did. God damn it,
1: Ryan. I did. This is, this is how no. our relationship's going to work because I'm taking it back. Fuck.
0: But you're absolutely right. we, we push these things off and we don't, we don't foresee the future for our kids. And we think everything's going to be fine and we're just going to forget about it. And this is adult stuff that, that we have to worry about. And you can worry about it when you're older, but we don't give them those tools when they're young and we could still let them be kids and learn in kid ways about things that they're going to need when they get older. And I, you, you hit that beautifully. I, Bravo. Bravo. I'm back. you you're back baby <laughs> yeah. speaking of being back do we uh do yeah we tell the children yeah we might as well go through this we this this
1: brings me to a fucking heavy heart and it's not that bad but it's still like
0: it's it's not that bad but it brings both of us to a very heavy heart and no no we're not divorcing we're, we're not leaving you guys aren't going to get two christmases a year yeah um, you're still be, stuck with us? You'd fucking be that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but after some, after almost a year of doing this podcast, 80 episodes deep now, one amazing trailer that was all scripted by yours truly talking on the microphone today.
1: Yeah, I crushed it. Go listen to it. Yeah,
0: you really crushed it. <laughs> listen I mean, to that again. We need
1: to, we need to change it. So bad.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. We have decided to temporarily bring our episodes down to one day a week. With the things that we're doing, and I hinted that we have a lot in the pipeline right now for our family, for you guys listening today, our our fearless fathers, our dad advocates out there who are supporting us through this. Ooh, dad, we, dad, we have dad, a dad, lot. Dad advocacy.
1: Oh, uh, yo! We need to trademark that almost immediately. <laughs>
0: Well, we already t- we already talked about it, so it's trademarked. Perfect. Yeah, it's solid. On, we fucking rock. solid. Put we it rocked it. Solid. We rocked it. Put it on a mug. <laughs> we have decided to bring it down to one day a week, temporarily speaking, until we can sort out some things that we have going on, build some better things that we have going on for you guys. This did not come as an easy thing for us. This was a lot of talking, a lot of figuring out and the best way for us to deliver top quality content. Cause our content did not meet our standards right. for the last few months.
1: Exactly. And, and, and that's, that's it. Right there is the last thing we want to do is produce something we're not proud of. Uh, and just because life got busy and life got hectic and you know, Dave's got stuff going on. I've got a ton of shit going on all the time. Um, we couldn't put out what we what we wanted to and we apologize for that we're very sorry oh, um, i mean I, I know i'm deeply upset by it um and you know if anyone's been upset as a as a listener you we we apologize with all our heart and we will do better um but the way things are moving right now to get all the projects done that we need to get done to not just make better content for you but to continue down this road going to one going to a one day a week temporary schedule is really the way to go now the episodes will be a little bit longer they will be a little more informed um and it gives us the flexibility to make changes on the fly um a lot more often
0: yes it absolutely does and so episodes will be coming out every monday this will be starting this trend this week so there will be no thursday episode for the, foreseeable, for the foreseeable future, but once our schedules do change, once we get some projects out that we are currently working on and building for you guys, then we will be able to start making that shift back to two days a week, hopefully fucking three days a week. But that that yeah, that's a long time goal for me. I, I that, that would it. be yeah. great. I would absolutely love it. But for right now, again, we're sorry if our content did not live up to your desires. It certainly did not live up to ours. We, I didn't feel like we were pushing things out to just push them out. I still felt the passion in our hearts, but they could have been so much better than right. what we were doing. Right. So,
1: And I, I I agree with you, Dave. I think we were definitely passionate about it, but it was teetering on that edge of just mm-hmm. it was. let's regurgitate content. And we, me and Dave had a long conversation about this. And I think we caught it in time. Yes. Uh, But if we don't act on it immediately,
0: we'll lose it. And that's the last thing we want to do is have this go away. Right. Pride. I don't want to say our pride got in the way of it, but just knowing what we can and what we're capable of doing for our listeners and helping you in your everyday struggles we knew that this was the best course of action for us right now.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I know what got, I know exactly what got in the way. (laughs) Uh, How many hours was I working through the Christmas season? Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I, and like just the, the nonsense you've been going through. Um, let me, right. At at the end of the day, it, it was, it wasn't the love for the project. It was the, um, uh, it was, it was life, the life that surrounds the project that, um, that, you know, did us dirty. And, you know, if we take this step back, we can come back stronger than ever and we, we, we'll really not be going anywhere. And no, no, you're not know, getting rid of us
0: that easy. No, no, fuck no you guys, fuck no. no, not at all.
1: No, and, and it'll also allow us to both to be in every episode unless there's like some kind of gigantic emergency,
0: right? So, that is for you guys again. That's starting this week, one episode a week, every Monday now, for the foreseeable future. We are not stopping these episodes, we're going to continue going through as long as we can until we physically and mentally cannot do it anymore. So I want to thank you guys today for listening to this episode of the fearless father's podcast. Thank you so much for being a listener. If you just found us today, welcome to the family. We're super glad to have you on board. We want you to learn and grow just like we're doing every day. We just may be a couple steps ahead of where you're at right now. And that's perfectly fine. If something resonated with you today, take it, put it in your toolbox use it to build yourself to get out of that out of that negative mindset that surrounds money to a majority of Americans let's be honest here oh, almost yeah. all of us have a negative mindset surrounding it one way or another so take those tools to finally start building out of that mindset please from the bottom of our hearts if you can one way shape or form or another if you could leave us a rating a like a review Anything you can, especially you Apple podcast listeners and iTunes listeners, give us a rating and review. Let us know about this episode, what you liked about these episodes, this podcast. If there's something specific that's helped you, please do that. Please just take the few moments. It's going to help us in the Apple's analytics by more dads, more people finding this podcast by being able to reach more listeners and being able to just really destroy these stigmas of fatherhood and... Also too, we made this announcement on our Instagram and Facebook group, which if you're not a, if you're not a part of yet, you need to sign up for that group today, which is in the description because that's growing and it's becoming great. We are in the top 200, the top 200 of the Apple podcast charts for kids and family. So when I checked, we were at number 174. So I want to thank you guys. Thank you from the bottom of our fucking hearts. For supporting us and getting us in the top 200. That is an amazing feat for us as early as this podcast has been going. And just the amount of support that we continue to get from you guys means the absolute world to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us get there.
1: It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, we we'd run, We've been running analytics for the past couple of months. And what was what was the front random country you're like number four in there for like four Ghana. days? Ghana. Yeah. Ghana, yeah. Still love our still love our bros out in Ghana, man. Fucking hit us up. <laughs> but to be 174 in any category on Apple iTunes is amazing. Because there's hundreds yeah. of thousands of podcasts in each category. That's absolutely nuts. Top two hundred, that's a big deal for us. That's a huge deal for us. And it goes into Part partly into what our decision is because as our podcast meets more years, we just want to have the best product for everybody. Um, we don't want to put anything out there that's going to disappoint us or disappoint you guys, the fans. So we will keep working hard if you keep listening.
0: Your children are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking these stigmas of money one step at a time, one day at a time and together we're going to embrace the fear keep fighting